Hey, this is Rocky Mountain and Cold Cases. I'm Rachel and that's Adam. I'm Adam and that's Rachel. Did you want to open that energy drink with some ASMR up yeah. on the screen? Yeah, but I'm going to do it. Let's on, see. On oh, this. on mine. Yeah. I, it sounds like Pop Rocks. Okay, so I told you that that microphone... <laughs> picks up everything is the microphone that a lot of studio producers use for creating sound effects anyways i was been kind of the pop rock sound i had on it okay are you ready for today's fun fact um yeah japan has over 200 Kit Kat flavors 200 Kit Kat flavors yeah basically the united states is being screwed on Kit Kat flavors. Stop looking at my iPad. I'm going to surprise you with flavors. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. But wait, like, I think the I think the United States hates us. They don't like us to have anything. I don't know about that. I mean, I we mean, have some good flavors. like the, We're not allowed to have Kinder Eggs. I know. The we actual get, toys. Yeah. We get, like, the knockoff Kinder ones. Those are good. They're good, but we're not getting toys. I would like someone to send me legit Kinder Eggs so I can do I love candy. I would like to try. Did you know you can get a monthly box subscription that's full of treats from around the world? Treats from around the world? Mm -hmm. A monthly subscription? Uh Uh-huh. How much is it? I don't know. We'll have to look into it. I've Mm. heard varying things about it, but we'll have to look into it. Maybe they should be a sponsor to the podcast. That would be amazing. That would be cool. So, okay. About these Japanese Kit Kat flavors. They have like the traditional ones. So like my favorite... Do they sell these at Ocean Mart? Anyway. Oh my gosh, we should look at Ocean Mart. I bet they have a couple. Yeah. Okay, so like the ones here in America that they have that I really like is that that mint and dark chocolate one, the green and brown one. Mm -hmm. Oh, superb. They have like a a mocha one. And don't try it because I hate coffee. Mm -hmm. I tried the strawberry one that they have. I didn't like that one. And then the regular Kit Kat, that's fine. Yeah. Do, Do you have a favorite Kit Kat? The original. <laughs> Just the original. All right. All right. I don't, right. I don't know. I feel like knowing that Japan has so many of them, we're really getting kind of screwed over. So. I like Twix. Twix are good too. So I'm looking at a website called japancandystore.com. Mm-hmm. You and that microphone. Yeah. Some of the flavors. Oh, no. I just closed it. Hold on. Okay. There we go. Oh, no. <laughs> like they have peach. Peach. Matcha latte. Ooh, matcha. You don't like matcha. I don't, but they, some people do. There's a melon, a milk tea. They have your traditional strawberry and dark chocolate. There's a summer mango. There's an orange. I bet that's delicious. Probably. Oh, like the chocolate oranges? Yeah. They, there's a, there's a summer ice cream one. Ooh, there's a raspberry. That's probably really good too. Raspberry would be good. I don't know about this one. There's a banana caramel. Banana. That could be good. I don't know. Not everyone loves banana, but I think banana caramel. <sighs> I mean. There's a matcha tiramisu. Sparkling wine. They, I'm telling you, y'all go to japancandystore.com and look at all these candies. We should probably. That is not sponsored. It's not, but still. <laughs> Holy shit, did it sound like it was. Did it? Yes. Oh, no, they're not sponsored <laughs> at all. I just am amazed because they have it so that you can potentially order some a lot of these say they're out of stock but they do have it like in u.s dollar amounts yeah so you can potentially order some and i'm kind of interested in, in doing that yeah 
Anyways. Yeah. Or you just want people to know where they can get the Kit Kats. They're probably like, where is she looking? If you're thinking about a Christmas gift and you're like, let's surprise the crap out of mom. Yeah. yeah well, whatever. we talked about the, the treat box from around the world. I just don't know what the company's called. Yeah. But, you know, they're yeah. not sponsoring us either. Yeah. <coughs> so, yeah. That's your job to figure those out. I guess. Sorry, I didn't mean to plug a very interesting website. No, it's probably okay. Everyone would be like, what was that? And also, she's going to put it in the description. So I am? Yeah. Oh, oh yes, I can. You can. Also, guess where I do you think I got? SEO. Did I get that fun fact from Cosmopolitan or BuzzFeed? Um, MSNBC. No, I got, that wasn't even an option. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I was like, this is a trick question. It's not. <laughs> You got it from BuzzFeed? No, Cosmopolitan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing. All right, are you ready to jump into that? I am. Are uh, you? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you? I am. Because you've been really hyped on this candy for a hot minute. I really like candy. Okay. All right, all right, all right. I'm ready, I'm ready. Okay, well, this time we're talking about, this is kind of one of those well-known cases. Okay. It's not like JonBenet Ramsey well-known. Oh, do you know who that is? I don't actually. So <laughs> I, that's why I, I kind of. I this is why I'm on the podcast. Is just for the commentation. Well, that's why I name dropped that, is that one a word? because I thought it would be funny for people to be like, "He doesn't know JonBenet Ramsey's case." We no. will not cover that one because that one could be a whole podcast in and of itself, and probably is. Well, you should check in to see if it is, and if it's not, then we will cover it. Oh my gosh, there's so much in okay, maybe conspiracies, we and it's. It's a wild one. We'll watch a Netflix thing on it, though. It's just okay. to educate you. Okay. Okay, so this one that we're talking about is... There's enough conspiracies on it. They don't need me adding to it. Not really, no. <laughs> so this one... Oh, what if it forever. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Can't continue. Sorry. <laughs> All right, let's go. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Are you sure? Yes. All right. Let's, let's hit the gas pedal. Okay. <laughs> Tara Lee Calico. Like a cat. Like a calico cat? Yeah. Uh, I guess. <laughs> you just looked at me weird. Okay. Okay. The day of September 20th, 1988, Tara had her day scheduled out. She planned to go for a bike ride in the morning, meet up with her boyfriend at 1230 to play tennis, and attend a class at 4 p.m. at the University of New Mexico. So that morning, 19-year-old Tara left her house in Bellin, New Mexico at 9.30 a.m., and went for her routine 36-mile bike ride. 36 miles. That's a pretty big bike ride, but also a very routine thing. There's a lot of people that are going to know that you do this bike ride. Yeah, because she she tends to go on the same route, and she'll go the halfway, and then she'll turn around and do the rest back. So just so you all know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, on, on a different note, like if you're going to plan or, or plan on doing these runs and these bike rides and stuff, like with your significant or like people that you love, tell them like your little bit of a plan, but you don't, I don't know. I, anyway. Your advice is going to backfire in this story. <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> Here we go. She let her mom, Patty, know that if she was not home by noon to come and pick her up so she could meet her boyfriend on time to play tennis. Okay. So mom knew the plan. Okay. And knows the route. Okay. She was last seen riding her bike at about 11.45 a.m. along Highway 47 in Valencia County. This highway is about two miles from her house. When 12 o'clock came around and Tara was not home, 
Patty went out to look for her on Tara's usual bike route. She could not find her. When she could not find her, she went to police and reported her missing. Patty went back out on the bike route the next day and, just three miles from the house, she found Tara's cassette tape. This is back in the way back, so we have cassette tapes. Yeah. Later, she went to she went to flip it to the other side. It's possible. Or she needed a pencil from someone passing by a stranger. To rewind it. To rewind it. It's possible. I'm just kidding. Later on, during another search for Tara, her Walkman was found 19 miles away near the John F. Kennedy campground. Wait, wait. What? Oh, wait. Her cassette tape was missing, and then later so they, the Walkman was like... So they found her cassette tape three miles from her home, and the, kiss, and the Walkman 19 miles from her home. Okay, so they weren't together. They were not together. Wow. Yeah. There were tire tracks showing someone had spun out, and there were bike tracks. I kept getting conflicting information if that was at the three-mile mark or at the 19-mile mark. So at one of those spots were the tire tracks and bike tracks. Okay. Tara's family believes Tara left the cassette in Walkman as clues to mark her trail. Hmm. Hmm. Seven people saw Tara that day riding her bike. Five of those witnesses noted that a white or light gray colored Ford pickup with a white handmade shell was following Tara. However, it is undetermined if this vehicle has anything to do with her disappearance. Hmm. All five witnesses said that Tara had her headphones on and did not seem to notice the truck. Searches along this highway were conducted both on foot, horseback, with helicopters and search dogs and boats looking at a nearby river. A sketch of the driver of the truck was released, but it did not produce any leads. What state was this in? New Mexico. New Mexico. That, okay, I remember hearing that. <laughs> That's right. Um, on a weird note, like, and not to say that she wasn't or wasn't this, but there was... Um, okay, so you don't... I'm pretty sure you're not familiar with this podcast, Jocko Willink, or who that is he's a navy seal but oh you're plugging a podcast no no i'm not ask no. me <laughs> for the japan candy i'm not website. i'm not i'm not i'm not so <laughs> it was like a tiktok reel or something but it was just like their little snippet off their podcast mm-hmm. that i heard and he was talking about um and i'm not sure it was his podcast or their tiktok or whatever but anyway they were talking about how people that become a victim people they were like interviewing people that were like already in jail or whatever and they were going what do you, you look for or what makes you look look at someone and go yeah i can take advantage of them and it's like we will like that kind of came to the consensus that if people look organized they don't they will hmm. not they're like yeah that person's pretty well organized and put together we're not going to um like you know prey on them or whatever hmm. it was just kind of interesting because i, I um, kind of just thinking like, you know, like put together, like, you know, where you're going, like your stance, your walk, you're like, you're not like, I don't know where I'm at or whatever. Um, so I could be a victim in the city at any time because I'm constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. But, um, uh, kind of like, I, it was kind of just like, if you're fumbling around or trying to find your things or you're not really sure where you're at or you're like looking like I'm like, if you look like you're don't know where you're going or you're lost or you're, or yeah, Mm -hmm. they'll kind of prey on that and go, Oh, this person maybe isn't even from around here Mm -hmm. and they can kind of like, Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So not to get too far into that, but just, just try and make yourself look organized guys. (laughs) 
In June 1989, at a convenience store in St. Joe, Florida, a photo was discovered showing a young woman and a boy. I was going to describe this, but I think I want you to describe this photo. Really? Yep. Here's the photo. Oh, this photo. Whoa. So I'm describing this photo. Describe. Well, they can't see it. I know, I know. <laughs> um, so you have, is this supposedly her? Uh, you tell me what you're seeing here. Um, well, it's a, 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 probably like a 16 to 19 year old girl and maybe a nine to 13 year old boy, both, uh, tape over their mouths and in the bed of a truck, I think that's got, it kind of, it's kind of built out a little bit so that it can kind of be a sleeper in the back. Um, cause there's wood paneling on the side of the bed. And then what is that next to her? That is a book. There's like a book and some pillows and stuff and whatnot, but. And their hands are behind their yeah, backs. Yeah, their hands are tied behind their However, backs. However, you can't see if they're tied or not. Yeah, that's but you, true. But they are behind their backs. They also don't look too happy to be there. No, they don't. It's okay. kind of like you, you're, the girl's kind of giving like this glaring look like. What are you what are you gonna do this time? And the boy looks like he's ready to cry. Yeah. They don't look happy. So um this this picture was found in Florida. Um It was found in Florida. In Florida. So according to Crime Magazine, Tara's parents, quote, first became aware of the Polaroid photo more than two months later on August twenty-third. Relatives called to say they'd just seen a photo broadcast on the television show A Current Affair, unquote. So what's, they, what's a current affair? It was an, I don't know. It's an old show. I don't mm. know. I didn't look into that. Um, but family, so family saw that yeah. and then called Tara's parents. I was like, um, have you seen this? Cause this photo looks like Tara's in it. Yeah. So there's speculation that the woman in the photograph is Tara. Authorities are undecided. They go back and forth with it. So, the parents couldn't decide, figure the, that the out? The parents lean toward it, toward that is her. Yeah. Authorities are saying, we're not sure. So look at this girl. These are some pictures of Tara. To me, there are similarities. I can't say for sure one way or the other, but there are similarities. Um, She's got that little like dainty nose and like the eyebrows. Can you make that? So I, I can't say for sure, but, but their family seems to think it is her. Authorities are not convinced. This dead air is because he's wow. looking into um, the I'm side. sorry. Uh, yeah, there was some there was some dead air. I was just I was taking these profile pictures or like your standard portrait style image <clears throat> of of a person. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of just trying to put my finger over the mouth so that I could kind of envision like which is the nose and the eyes yeah. visible. Yeah. So do you think it looks like her? Uh, yes and no. Right? Definitely could be identified as, as that. Like, I would, I was, I would. It looks like her, but I, I would also, lean on the side that it is. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't her, though. Yeah. It, I, I have a hard time telling as well. Um. So an interesting thing about the photo is that according to that same, to the Charlie Project article that I got some information from, quote, officials from Polaroid 
saying the picture had to have been taken after May of 1989. That type of film was not available until then. Oh, it had to have been taken after 1989. Yeah, so Polaroid actually looked at this type of film and was like, this is this film was not available until after May of 1989. And she went missing in 82. She went missing? No. In 88. 88, I'm so sorry. So the next year when they found the Polaroid is also the year that that Polaroid film type would have been a problem. Mm. So that quote goes on to say, a copy of the V.C. Andrews novel, My, Seed, My Sweet Audrina... A plastic cup and a squirt gun are also visible in the photo. So you asked what was next to it, that book. Okay. V.C. Andrews also happens to be Calico's favorite author. There is apparently a phone number written on the spine of the book, but some of the digits are unreadable. Experts say it could be 300 possible numbers, 57 of which are valid, unquote. Hmm. So, but that was her favorite book. That's what people say. That's her favorite book, which again leads credence to maybe that is her. And she was able to somehow get a copy of her favorite book. And there is a number, what appears to be a phone number written on the spine, but nobody knows what that phone number is because there's so many possible numbers. Did anyone try calling it? Well, I'm assuming people did something because they were able to, to say that 57 of those 300 numbers are valid numbers. Okay. Mm. About that little boy in the, in the thing, yeah. in the picture. A side, note about, a side note about the little boy. In 1988, a nine-year-old boy named Michael Henley disappeared in the same area of New Mexico as Tara. Mm. He went missing on a camping trip with his family in the Zuni Mountains. When his mother was shown this picture, she said the boy was her son. However, his remains were found in 1990 in the Zuni Mountains. His official cause of death was ruled exposure. The FBI, however, says they cannot make a determination in who these two people are. So the mom of this boy was shown the photo. She's like, no, that's my kid. I think it is not her kid based on he's, his remains were found in the location that he actually went missing. Mm. And they decided that his cause of death was exposure. So I think he wandered off from camp, got lost and died in the woods is my personal opinion. Yeah. But then again, like, who is that little boy? <laughs> Hopefully they're okay. Um, they're tied up in the back of the truck. I don't think they're okay. I don't think so either, but still, people are crazy, and maybe, I don't know. <clears throat> okay, after this photo was discovered, more media coverage is given for Tara's case, including being being featured on Oprah. I looked for that episode. I could not find it. And America's Most Wanted. This does lead to tons of tips. Over the next few years, two more similar photos have been found. Mm. I do not have those photos, but I have the descriptions of them. The ones that I found were just the one that I showed you. Okay. Um, one shows a woman with her mouth covered in duct tape, but the image is kind of blurry. Patty does think this is her daughter as well in that picture. Mm. The third photo found shows a woman bound with gauze and wearing glasses with her eyes also covered in gauze. In the picture, a man is sitting next to her and they are on an Amtrak train. This one is believed to maybe be a staged photo as some sort of sick joke. That's, yeah. And you know, the weird part too, though, is like, so the blurry picture, like, yeah, you're going to want to believe that, that that's your daughter. So mm -hmm. there's no like actual sure sign that that is your daughter, but you're like, well, I'm just going to hope that it is and yeah. say that it is. And maybe this leads us somewhere. Because it's just like you're looking for any little thing that gets you closer to ha having your daughter back. 
Right. Um, which definitely can flaw those situations in those cases. Yeah. There is some information from a Valencia County Sheriff, Renee Rivera, who claims that two teenage boys driving a truck accidentally hit Tara on her bike ride. It is thought that the boys then took her and the bike in a panic and then killed her. However, no one has been arrested and there is no solid evidence of this. So no one's really sure where he came up with this theory. Hmm. And there's no like kids to investigate about it anyway. No, he just has this theory that nobody knows why. And he won't say why. It's very weird. Hmm. It's very weird. Patty's mother died in 2006, but the FBI does have her DNA on file to compare it to remains if they find some that they suspect could be Tara. There is a $20,000 reward for information on what happened to her. Again, this is a pretty popular case, so there are many reports on it. There's an investigation discovery episode called The Missing Tara Calico. Um, I found a documentary on YouTube called The Disappearance of Tara Calico, Two Strangers and a Polaroid. Um, Again, this case is also featured on Oprah, America's Most Wanted. And there's a documentary called Vanished, The Tara Calico Story. Hmm. So lots of avenues to look into this one more. Um, How many did you go through? I just looked at that one on YouTube to see if that would give any new information than what I found in like the articles. And I didn't get any new information from it. I couldn't find the Oprah one. Um, I tried to find either the missing Tara Calco or vanished the Tara Calco story, one of those ones, and I couldn't find it myself. Yeah. But they do claim to be out there. Hmm. That's, that's pretty, that's Tara's it? That's, 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 yeah. Um, I think what makes this one so interesting, a little bit more than some of the other ones, is because of that photograph. I think if that wasn't in it, it would just be another one of those like, run-of-the-mill ones that kind of gets lost with all the other cases that don't get brought up as much. But because there's this weird photo, I think that one gave it a boost of, like, nationwide attention. No, it's definitely an interesting photo. Like, yeah, Yeah. you're you're looking at, like, something that definitely looks like it is her. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, wait, who is this other boy? They're both got tape over their mouth, hands behind their back, Mm -hmm. shoved in the back of a truck. Um... They're, or actually, this is supposedly a, a van. Like that one is of those a van. That creepy is a van. windowless yes. vans. It's a creepy windowless van. Now that I look at that closer, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, because you can kind of see the door right here. Um, but even still, like it's just kind of like, oh, that's a step in the right direction. Obviously, but it is concerning too that the, that picture was found in Florida. So is she in Florida now? Yeah. So that's a long way. It is, but remember that one guy that was like. You know, and then the truck driver ends up back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last two cases ago? Was that episode three? Four, uh, two? I think it was episode two. Anyways. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's it's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Um, I guess that that's my thinking, though, is like, um, it when we started off this episode... I was kind of talking about like having a route, you know, if yeah. you do this route that you are regularly doing all the time, people mm-hmm. are going to get accustomed to your routine. We are a, a people of routine. Like we, mm-hmm. e- everyone loves their routine or, or patterns. Yeah. And, um, I think that's something to kind of just look at your, at your life and your schedule and 
what is it and what can you do to like break up your pattern a little bit like maybe that means going on a bike ride doing your bike ride in the evening on occasion or well and unfortunately for women it's it's highly suggested that you do these type of things with at least one other person absolutely yeah so um i mean i don't know how many people can do a 36 mile bike ride but i mean i couldn't have done it with her i've been like I'll drive next to you. At the same time, though, like you're gonna find you're gonna find other people that love the things that you like. Mm-hmm. And granted, I think sometimes it is hard to find your schedules to line up or whatever. But on that note, like you don't have to always do that same route. Yeah. And I know doing longer routes um, can sometimes be a little bit more difficult. But if you're adamantly training, sometimes it's you're like, oh well, I'll just always do this route because. I know this hits my 36 mile run yeah. or, or, um, I say run. I know a few people that do that. Don't, don't, don't hate on that, but, um, bike ride and, and you, and you don't think much of it because you have the rest of your day yeah, and all your other stuff that you got to do. So, but if you make a point to be like on Mondays and even still, this is still getting into a pattern, but if you're like Mondays, I'll do this route. Tuesdays, I'll do this route. Thursdays, yeah. I'll do this route. Then, like, some person, some creepy SOB driving whatever, his truck, is only going to see you on a Monday. He's yeah. not going to see you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and develop some plan yeah. to pick you up and take you somewhere. Um, I think some t- something else to consider with this is, like, not to, like, fully get zoned out and forget about everything else. Just be situationally aware mm-hmm. of the stuff that's around you and, and avoid being a victim or try your best to. Isn't it like such a bummer though, that the person who the innocent person has to do so much to try to stay to try to stay safe rather than somebody just not being an asshole and not hurting other people. I mean, it is Wouldn't absolutely it be, like, as, as like a woman, I think it'd be so nice to be able to like, go out for a run with my headphones in and not have to check behind me periodically. Because even in our own neighborhood, I do. When I yeah. go for a run, I'll check periodically behind me. And and there's no question about it, I will not go after dark. Even though like the area that I run has lights, I won't go after dark. Yeah, It's not safe for me to do it. And that's a bummer, especially in the summer when it feels so good to be out there just after dark. Mm-hmm. I can't do it because of other people's decisions. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Tara's piece. Yeah. Um, anyways. So just be smart. It really, that's all it comes down to is just being smart. Anyway, um, I don't want to find out that you guys are on my podcast. So, or our podcast. Or a subject of it. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> let's just, that's, I guess, why I'm dropping some of these tips. Um, so anyways, and there's going to be more tips. I don't have them all. So <laughs> uh, if you like this, please like subscribe give us a rating and follow us so that you can get notified next time we do upload um whether that be on youtube or spotify your podcast apples whatever anything (laughs) and email Uh, us if you have a case you want covered at rocky mountain cold cases at gmail.com yeah rocky mountain cold cases at gmail.com so um Thanks again, guys, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.